I do remember I was talking out of shit. So we were there. Not talking shit, just cocky confidence. I said my team's going to win. I don't say Blake's team shit. I don't say Al's team shit. And your team came in second. But I remember you, you weren't really talking shit, but everyone else in the group chat was. You know, Tyler and Rick and, and Al and Seth and you know, all the normal culprits that never have any rings to show for themselves, but they somehow have the balls to talk. And, um, <laughs> what? I'm, bro, I'm coming this year, bro. I'm coming like I've been holding an orgasm. Like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, I'm here. Dude, what the fuck is going I'm on? I'm going receiver, receiver, receiver. Like, have fun catching up after I get Chase Hill and fucking whoever the fuck else I want. Like, have fun catching up. How about Waddle. That? I don't know if I want two Dolphins. Because one of them is going to be the special guy. And I, I don't know if it's Tyreek. I just don't. Because a lot of defenses are going to be singling him out. Waddle's going to be the one that's available and that's free. What do you think about this? I think Waddle's getting drafted way too high. Really? Yeah. Like for Mike McDaniel to he, be there and he's getting drafted in the third round. I don't I liked him in like the fifth or sixth. I think the third is way too high. Tyreek's going around one. So you, but Tyreek's, maybe around two, Tyreek's but, proven and you know what you're getting with Tyreek. Yeah, Waddle true. Waddle is a second year player who's now gonna see his targets go down and also an offense that's now gonna be run first. Like and I don't know who's gonna have the Debo role. It could be him or it could be Tyreek. I don't know. I've been studying a lot of that Niners tape, and I'm, uh, I think I'm starting to understand football a little bit more because I'm starting to understand how Shanahan and the Niners run that wide receiver screen so well with Debo. First of all, illegal pick by a receiver, like they're the fucking Warriors. Illegal screen comes. Debo comes over the top. Kittle goes out to block one of the backers that's going to be picking up Debo otherwise. So Kittle blocks due to the left. Here comes Ayuk, whoever, blocks other guy out to the sideline, and then Debo has a straight shot. I was like, that's why that play worked so well all fucking year because these teams couldn't figure out when that was coming. How could they not figure out like the scheme and the look when it's – I don't know. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Um, see, tell me how you guys feel about this. I have this weird thing where I don't want to draft people I drafted last year, even if they were good for me. Is that a real, I don't want to say conspiracy, but a, a superstitious thing in fantasy? Al, what do you think? Do you ever draft guys two, three times in a row like that? There's guys I draft every year. I feel like it's almost like bad luck, but maybe it's not. I mean, I mean, shit, I'll draft McCaffrey again this year. I've drafted him four times. That's so crazy, Al. I don't know how high I would draft him, but make, I would. Make the case for drafting Christian McCaffrey. In 87% of his games that he's played in, he's had at least 20 fantasy points. How many games has he played in the last two seasons combined? That's that's the problem. But when he's healthy, the value's there. This reminds me of like the the Harden or the Kyrie or like the Westbrook shit. Oh, when he's healthy. Oh, when he's on one. Oh, when he's on full cylinders. Well, how often are you on all four fucking cylinders? Ten games a year? Like and in football, that's like three or four games a year. It's like Yeah. So you're on all cylinders a quarter of the season. Like, fantastic. And I gotta pay you twenty five million dollars for you to be hurt half the year. Like, I don't know. George, what do you think about this, man? Uh, about the fantasy wise, yeah. Do you draft guys like? Would you get Zeke again this year? Like, or do you feel like I gotta well, switch it up every year? No, Stevie fresh? Wonder, but I think we're all superstitious when it comes to fantasy football. I mean, you know, you've Word. seen me literally draft Julio Jones and and <laughs> stick by him till the end of till I lost the Super Bowl. Nah, I know what's coming. <laughs> no, what's coming? I've been right about so many fucking things in this podcast. And Derek Barry, I mean that was a I mean, that was a triple A battery he put on my back that one day, telling me to go move to the Bay. He said you were wrong about a lot of shit. About what? 
Derek Barry. He's like, I was wrong about a whole bunch of shit. About what? Uh, Derek had my back on the Texans beating the shit out of the Deshaun Watson Browns this year. He's like, you're absolutely right. The Texans are going to beat the living hell out of them. I said, thank you. He said, you're absolutely right. The Niners are one of the – he's a Niner fan, but they're one of the top five teams in football this year. I said, thank you. He said, you were absolutely right about Julio versus Debo last year. I said, thank you very fucking much. That was two for years being ago. The, it was last fucking season, Al, because we were in the fucking compass sitting there talking about cards. And I said, Debo's going to be a good card to get. He's going to be the star breakout on the Niners. He was only hurt last year. Well, I mean, well, he was hurt last year is what I mean. And then the, his rookie season, 2019, they went to the bowl, and he was one of the best players in their offense. Oh, no, Julio's got something in the tank. I still take Julio. Julio's one, the greatest receiver of last decade. Blah, 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 blah. That's all it fucking sounded like. That's all it sounded like from you fucks. And get... <laughs> I don't remember Al actually signing with the Julio thing. I, I definitely... Fuck no, he didn't sign with me. I was on a deserted island like it was Alcatraz. Ain't no boats out there to come save me. They're just taking a little spin to look at me. No boats, no hose, no nothing. No food, no water. Rationing your fucking sneakers bars or something. Rationing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I got that. And then I was just thinking the last couple nights, I was like, Julio Debo, Chase being worth it. I mean, there's so much shit. I was like, man, why do I even try and sit here and tell them I'm right? I'm going to let you dumb fucks think you're right about everything this year and just let you guys fuck up whatever you want to fuck up. How about that? How about that? There's no Perfect. point sitting here and trying to tell y'all who's good and who's not. Chase drops a few balls in preseason. Oh, he's bad. Oh, Joe Mixon never had an offensive line. All of a sudden, he sucks, but he helps his team get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know what you guys saw in old-ass, dirty-ass Julio Jones. I mean, I really don't know. The Titans, Tannehill, I mean, I don't know. He was never going to be the number one there. It was always going to be A.J. Brown, and there's a guy named Derrick Henry who gets the ball before even A.J. Brown did. So, I don't know. And not neither of them are there. So, anyway. Anything else? Do you guys plan on drafting the same guys like first? I'm not talking about the back. The back end is the back end. Back end is like bench guys or what? I'm talking the first like three, four rounds. Like your main dudes. Do you do you plan on maybe doing that? I'm not trying to get a strategy. I'm just like, I would. Not I feel be- like it's tough to pass up. Like, sorry to catch up, but like Keenan Allen worked out for me last year. I probably won't draft him again this year. I just have this weird feeling. I'm like, I got I drafted him last year. I feel like this year is not going to do that much. Michael Williams is getting better. But I don't know. What, what do you think, George? I'm not afraid of running it back with the same team, um, but I'm not saying I'm going to draft exactly the same. Of course, I'm going to look at projections and uh, see what uh, what they're going for. But, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like, oh, fuck Zeke, he's he's going to get gut. No, well, yeah, that. <laughs> Pollard's going to take over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah. but I'm not going to, like, hold that against him. Okay. All right. By the way, if it's not wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, still in your strategy. What is it? Henry, Lenny, Chubby. Three running backs? That's what I was thinking, actually. Yeah! But in our league, there's no way Chubb goes in the third round. He's going in, like, the seventh round. Yo, Len- oh, didn't seven. Lenny go round eight last year? I know no, Lenny not, had, not that low. No, Lenny went, like, round six at least. No, yeah, he did. Lenny yeah. dropped, like, a fucking sack of potatoes. Oh, Lenny, my bad. I was yeah. thinking Chubb the whole no, time. Chubby, no, Chubby was, like, round two. No, Lenny dropped, dropped. But then he had, like, three 45-point games, and everyone realized, oh, yeah, he's kind of good. Yeah, and I was on the end of two of them. Did you say that again? What? I said I was on the, the end of two of those. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Both times I played them. <sighs> All right, man. Let's get into this shit, man. This is Lost by Frank Ocean. I'm going to let this rock and then we'll get into it. Thank you for tuning in. Double D, big full breast on my baby. Triple A, couldn't wait a 
working you like this He can't take care of you like this Now you're lost Lost in the heat of it all Girl, you know you're lost Lost in the thrill of it all Miami, Amsterdam Tokyo, Spain, lost Love that song. Summertime classic right there, man. That was Lost by Frank Ocean. The 10th year anniversary of Channel Orange just passed on Sunday. So I was like, Lost is my favorite song off that album. That is a classic R&B uh, kind of pop album, more R&B. And Frank Ocean's one of those just... In the 2010s decade, he's a top 10 artist. I don't. There's only 10 artists better than him. Maybe not even that. All genres. I don't care what genre. As far as new artists that came out that decade, mm, yeah. he's up there. Um, but yeah, anyway, Channel Orange came out, and I was happy about that. So there you go. First uh, Frank Ocean song we ever played for the intro. Really? Um, yeah, we did Slide by Calvin Harris, but that's a Calvin Harris song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, first Frank Ocean song, man. So welcome to episode 163 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield. I'm your sober host, Blake Mayfield. So I am on one. And I'm here today with two of my nearest and dearest friends from around the way. Alec Weiss, straight across from me, George Torres to my left. How are you fellas doing today? Before I started coming in and yelling at you. Uh, it's good. I mean, <laughs> ain't no complaints. Okay. It's a little right. loud in here, but other than that. Why? How? <laughs> How you doing, George? Uh, I had a long work day. I uh, loved it, though. Uh, got treated to two corn dogs and a... Mm. In a rain, gut. Mm. I know it's gut, but dude, those corn mm. dogs are fire. <laughs> Where'd the corn dogs come from? We uh, fast so, track. No shell. Uh, the shell by our, yeah, our yeah, work. Yeah. Uh, we get That's all our shell, shit. Yeah. We just as soon as boss comes in, he hooks it up with drinks and and I, I'm trying to cut back on Red Bull, but uh, he got me a rain today instead of an aha. So, um, but I'm still thankful for whatever he brings me. You know, gave me an opportunity to put in some uh, some snaps there at the at the factory. So I love that. Then after I got off work, I uh, kind of gutted and got a burrito bandito. That's not gut. Uh, Unless you got like extra sour and extra cheese and shit. If you get extra no, dairy, yeah. then you're gut. No, I'm not, I would never. Okay. And it was just That's the most good. fuego burrito I've had in fucking probably mm. this year. Chipotle or bandito? Bandito. 100%. Meat's better. Okay. It's all about the meat. I agree, yeah. It's all about the meat. Pause, but yes, I agree with you. The chicken no, no is, pause. No pause. It's all about the meat. You know what it is? You know what it is? I think I know this for a fact, too, because I worked at Bandito. Bandito uses chicken breast, chipotle chicken thighs. That Yeah, that could be it. it. It's literally as simple as that. The seasonings could be there. It could be tender. Even the be, steak, though. The steak is so much better. The steaks, yeah. Well, because I think that we use uh, sirloin, like, like caps. Mm. And chipotle, I don't know what the fuck they use, but, man, it ain't that. Grass it ain't that. Uh, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all three of our sponsors, Black Rose Coffee and Tea, Rebel Fit Company, and Spring Gold Farms. Thank you guys very much for sponsoring this podcast. I appreciate you guys very much. And now, a word from Black Rose Coffee and Tea. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. 
bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, 12 minutes in, talking all that shit. I just want to catch up with you guys, man. Al, I'm going to start with you. It's the middle of summer. I've been wanting to do a dog day pod for a mm. while. Uh, I've been bored out of my goddamn mind. been doing mock drafts. I've been leaving the mock drafts halfway through because my ADD. Um, I'm really, really trying to figure out my strategy over here. But anyway, how are you doing? Any plans over the summer? Anything you plan on doing? It's been a pretty big year for you. What's going on? Yeah, I'm doing good. Just just working, putting in work. Uh, I'm eight to fives. I'm in long days, but they're, they're the good days. Uh not really any plans. Can't really take any vacations. Sadly, I had to had to back out of Jags Chargers, which <sighs> breaks my heart. But hey, where's the? Uh, yeah, no, it's not. No, that. Not that one. No, that's not it either. Did I delete that one? Is that the one I deleted? Hold on, guys. Let me try and get the. Yeah. Sadly, sadly, those adult things uh, sometimes. Sometimes take away the fun things, but and then George is too much of a wuss to go to Chargers Rams on New Year's. No, is actually gonna. Uh, oh fuck it. Hey, now, now that uh, we're not doing Jags Chargers, let's put that money towards Giants game. Mm, okay. That's easier to just do on a weekend. But Giants Dodgers, Giants Dodgers. Uh, George said he will quote never ever pay to get in that stadium. Why the best stadium in the MLB? Well, just that sport. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say, I don't if you don't know, like baseball, I don't think it's I the team. It. I just think he won't pay to watch a three-hour baseball. That makes game. sense. Yeah. You ever been to a live MLB game though? No, when you're high at night. For a Giants game, that's just electric. I was like, you've been to a night Giants game. Yeah, and I loved it. I, I was like, you love the ballpark. Yeah, and you didn't pay. Yeah. See, it's the vibes are good, but it's like you go, tickets are 20 bucks. Not bad. Parking's 50 bucks. Well, you paid 20 bucks? Bruh, the, yeah, the can, tickets are cheaper than yeah, the parking. Tickets, There's no fucking <laughs> way. It's park, San Francisco. Parking's 50. Beer, a can of beer's going to run you 17. You want to get a slice of pizza? That's 12 bucks. Are you guys sell Humboldt cider? Like you're like, <laughs> what a sneak! They're like, what the fuck's Humboldt? What a, what a keister that's like. We get it in, dude. That shit is so good. <laughs> you sell Humboldt cider, dude? Just fucking <laughs> trench coat selling some fucking Humboldt cider. <laughs> Got a blazer on. It's in the blazer. How you doing, George? What's doing, up, man? I'm doing good. I'm working uh, six hour weeks. I, I get a uh, black rose every morning. Yeah, almost every morning. And, um, yeah. you know, we work it out in the morning, and I pot at night with you. And uh, I'm just man. trying to collect our money. We already have our shit set aside for, you know, the concerts, um, maybe mm. ch- L.A. Chargers, L.A. Rams. I am I was going to say, like, yeah, if I get money earned up by uh, the end of August. We that is a sure. Week 17 game. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, what I'm saying is to get the tickets, we'd have to get it kind of earlier. Pause. And uh, That's a pause? I don't know. Get it earlier? That's a pause? I don't even know. I don't think that's a positive. Just throw it in there for uh, for effects. Yeah, throw it in there. Why not? And uh, hopefully um, no one gets hurt, you know. Yeah. Um, for sure. Justin Hlebut versus Matt Stafford would be one of the one of them ones. Who's better? Right now? Yeah. Matt Stafford? The guy that threw three picks in the Super Bowl? Well, a couple of those weren't his. But the one Sorry, that won the, the Super Bowl. the guy that threw two picks in the Super Bowl? And one of them wasn't his fault. What did Herbert do against the Raiders when he didn't make the playoffs? Excuse me. Let me hear it. Converted four fourth and tens, encoding a fourth and eleven. What was the end result for the game? Oh, that's crazy because you know when the coach calls a timeout with like twenty seconds left, and the, and the other teams at the fifty, usually they'll strategize to run the ball after that because they have more time all of a sudden, and then they can you know just like call a timeout or get out of bounds. Now they're a little closer to kick a field goal. So that's what happened. Herbert didn't call a timeout. He converted four fourth and tens. Uh, let me know when Matt Stafford doesn't have the refs, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Roger Goodell on his side and win a Super Bowl, and uh, I'll tune into that. You did tune in the Super Bowl, though. 
because I knew who would won or who, who would win. Yeah, and he won. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it's a script. Same way the Warriors are a script. What's the best story in the NBA? Clay comes back and the Warriors won again without KD. What a great story. Think about it. Am I off? I'm here today. I'm I don't here think today. they're off. I think they're a good team when they won fair and square. Who, the Warriors or the Rams? Warriors. Yeah, that's Both fair. teams, actually. Mm. Yeah, well, I think the Niners were better. But they lost to the Rams. Yeah, because homeboy dropped a fucking pick. So you're saying the game happened is what you're saying right now. Well, no, I, the game is going to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, eight minutes to go, homeboy drops a right-in-your-lap pick. Gift of God from Matt Stafford. And then you guys go on to kick a field goal and... And, you know, Grapple gets tied up with Aaron Donald, and, and that goes the way it goes. But, yeah. That was yeah. a good game. That was a good game. Anyway, guys, let's let's get into this shit, man. All right, let me tell you how my plans have been, or, or my summer's been. It's been all right. Uh, it's, it's been good, I guess. Uh, we went to uh, Lake California Fireworks. First time I ever went to a Lake California Fireworks show the is, other day. So. Is that where you tried the beer bong? The beer bong? Uh, no, that was at Derek Berry's uh, party. Shout out to Derek Berry. No, we what did we lose? We lost something. Uh, cornhole. We lost a game of cornhole. The punishment was to drink uh, what warm Bud Light or Coors Light. I think it was a warm Coors Light out of a beer bong. <laughs> I'm good on claw. that. I had a white claw. Oh, yeah, you did request a claw. Damn, man. What a bitch. <laughs> Here we I requested a claw. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this summer has been okay, man. It just, it drags. Yeah. You know what it is? And we'll get into this later. 2020 ass shit. Terrible, right? We knew what it was. Everyone's just sitting on their ass at home. Everyone's getting fucked up off alcohol and drugs the whole fucking year. It was a terrible year. Last year, things are a little different. Summer Olympics are in August. The NBA finals were in July. Uh, we were doing the, the sports card thing. So we were really into that. The off season just felt shorter. The NFL draft had tons more talented quarterbacks. Um, this year was year of the receiver, but you know, a lot more quarterbacks and stuff in, in the draft last year. It was just a way different scheduled year. Um, we go right from the finals into the Olympics into the NFL draft into the NFL season. Like there was just no stoppage of any sports. This is the first time since probably the bubble, the NBA bubble, that we really had nothing going on, like not even the Olympics or some soccer or the World Cup is in November. By the way, FIFA, I don't know why you guys did that. Like, I know Qatar, Middle East, during the summer, it's like 120. I know it's fucking, like, it's heat stroke kind of shit. Pick somewhere else to play the games. And Qatar is a beautiful, beautiful place, but they're playing it in November. World Series, I guess it's more so October, but World Series, NFL, and NBA. You want to compete with all three of those? And I know FIFA is a world thing. I'm talking about uh, just U.S. sports. But nonetheless, I mean, same with, you know, FIBA basketball. Same with, like, all this other shit. I just, I, I don't understand that move personally. Um, I'll go as far as to say uh, some of the lowest ratings uh, will probably be a factor for the World Cup this year. It's a bad time of year. The World Cup finals, like Thanksgiving week, that's weird. It's usually in the summer, isn't it? It's usually July, I was going to say, I was... When you said that, I was like, that's usually in the summer. The World Cup is usually, it's usually July. It's usually like end of July, early August. They'll do that. They'll bridge the gap mm-hmm. for us. But yeah, uh, it should be going on right now. And personally, I would tune into that just because I got nothing else to do. But, yeah. and, you know, I do cheer for, you know, America, you know, but I'm not, I'm not doing all that. Uh, what do you guys think about this, man? Because uh, local story, Megan Rapino uh, got the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Biden last week. Reading Native. Megan Rapino. What do you think about that, man? That's pretty cool. Let me give a round of applause. Yeah, man. definitely. And people can say what they want about Megan Rapino. Yeah. And and what she thinks, you know, and 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 what she represents and whatnot. I think it's cool that she's a good representative for the LGBTQ community. I think it's a good thing that she got the Medal of Freedom. 
And I know that because of her ideals and how she prefers to live, she probably will never, ever return to Reading. To put it lightly, it's still cool to see someone, just like Aaron Rodgers, get yeah. out of of the armpit, basically, of the Valley, and go do some shit. And not just go do some shit, but go win a Super Bowl. Go win a Medal of Freedom. Go win a World Cup. That's, like, insane type shit. That's not just, like, going to the local Emmys, which is cool. But, like, you know what I mean? That's, like, insane next-level shit. So, shout-out to Megan Rapino, man. Uh, George, thoughts on Megan Rapino winning a Presidential Medal of Freedom? Um... So she, it was awarded to her for uh, what reason? It's basically it's a it's awarded to a bunch of people um, every time they do it for just outstanding community service, um, outstanding achievements in American society. Um, you know, if you create, uh, I think the guy who created the COVID vaccine got a medal. I think I know Jerry West got a medal from Trump actually. Same Willie with Mays. Tiger Woods. Willie Mays uh, got one. Willie Mays got a medal. Um, Michael Jordan got a medal from Obama. Um, I think it was Obama's last year in office. So, I mean, it's just people that are just outstanding citizens in American culture basically get it. So Yeah, it's cool to see someone from uh, Reading represent the the whole country. Um, I don't know much of Megan Rapinoe's achievements, but... Um, they won the World Cup in 2019. The women did. Mm, okay, that's so. probably why. And she was a captain? Yep. Who was on that team? They still have... Um, Alex Morgan. Who's that? Oh, Alex that Morgan, one. not, oh, not yeah. Hope Solo. She ain't there. She ain't there? No. Why? Because she's Hope Solo. <laughs> and she's not Megan Rapinoe. That's, That's why. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about the women's sports, but um, I, I just think she just came and gone. You know, they, and they gone. Just, yeah, her time's I, over. Yeah. So. so That's cool. cool. Kudos to her. Okay. All right. Let's get into this, man. Let's just it, this is dog day shit. We're just gonna we're just gonna go. We're just gonna do our thing. We got about an hour or so in the library, so we're just gonna not bullshit our way through this, but we're just gonna kinda lay back and just leisurely go through this pod. So I don't wanna make it like too formatted or, or topicked out. Rudy Gobert got traded. Excuse me. Uh DeAndre Ayton is getting a finalized deal to Indiana, which is a terrible spot to go land in my opinion. And then uh Kevin Durant requested a trade as well. What are your thoughts, Al? On which one? All of them. Okay, so... Give me Rudy Gobert first, because that happened. I can't believe the haul that the Jazz got for Rudy Gobert. That is crazy, in my opinion. Um, especially when you have Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, granted, Carl Anthony Towns isn't a true center where, like Rudy Gobert is, but when's, when's the last time we've seen anyone successfully use the, the Twin Towers thing? And, Spurs? And, yeah, I mean, it's like... <laughs> oh, three? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah, um... So I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand the Rudy Gobert thing. I, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they traded away a lot of their future, uh, but I mean, you know, they got a good starting five. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, what was the second one? Ayton. Ayton. Uh, I actually think Indiana's a really good spot for him. Why? I think it's going to end up being probably him for Miles Turner, and there might be some, you know, a couple small things here and there. I think that's a win-win for both teams. I think Miles Turner's. A pretty underrated center, but again, he's one of those guys like, well, shit, when's he going to play? Um, and for Aiton, you get to go play with Halliburton. You get to go play with Chris Duarte, a couple of those young guys in Indiana. So I think that's a good building block for Indiana. Buddy Hield. Buddy Hield, yeah. And they got Rick Carlisle. I love Rick Carlisle. Uh, so I think it's a pretty solid trade for both teams. Um, and KD. <sighs> yeah, KD's a bitch. I'm sorry. He's a bitch. He is a bitch. You're calling my man a bitch. Yeah. On a pod. Okay. Yeah. I'm not calling another man a bitch. Let me rephrase. Is he soft? Fuck let yes. me, yeah, Let me rephrase to soft. You're is right. You're never going to call another man a bitch. He's That's right. sensitive NBA player I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to call that man a bitch. I ain't doing that. He just signed. Well, uh, he just signed at a four years. Supermax. $194 million Supermax with the Nets last August. 
hasn't and, even been a whole year. He's doing the Deshaun Watson shit. At the beginning of this thing, I was like, yeah, get out. Go go to a winning thing when people are doing this. But this shit is happening too much now. It's fucking annoying. I mean, and why does he want to leave? He's been granted every single thing he asked for when he went to Brooklyn. Ditto. I mean, what, what more could you possibly want? You got Kyrie. You got Steve Nash. You got Kenny Atkinson out of there, which, by the way, the irony. You listen to this and this one. The irony. You want to bring in your boy DeAndre Jordan to be your starting center. Sure. Who Blake do you Griffin. who gets shipped out? Jared Allen. Jared Allen's now an all star. Because you wanted your boy DeAndre Jordan. Look at Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, I we mean. We've been knew Dinwiddie was good. They still shipped him out. Yeah. I mean and that it's, was with Luca. They they've done everything he wanted and now he's kinda like, Well shit, this team's I don't really want to be here. That's what you asked for. And when you ask for that many things, I feel like you can't really ask out because that's that's your wrongdoing. But, I mean, I don't know. If I'm the Nets, I'd fucking I'd trade him to fucking Houston. Have fun. I would trade him somewhere they're that he's going to fucking rot. Yeah, they're not doing that, though. But I think they respect him too much, even with all the bullshit. Because he hasn't really been the issue. Like, it's been Kyrie, and it was James. But yeah. But, I mean. They James out. Kyrie's yeah. the issue. But he's still defending Kyrie, so it's he's not. I don't think he thinks Kyrie's the issue. I think he just wants <laughs> out because he knows he's not going to f- win a championship. He wants out because the way the organization has treated Kyrie. It's like, what? It's like you guys are pay- getting paid $40 million. Like, <laughs> right. What's to a- shoot a ball. Yeah. I get like, up at 3 a.m. every day to yeah. go make, I'm not going to say how much, but like, not that. Yeah, not 40 million. <laughs> not 40 an hour, neither. Yeah. Like, it's but, like, dude, come on. Yeah. I mean,. I'm just I'm annoyed with the whole fucking I want out I want out it's it's getting too far and, and the thing about Adam Silver saying he's going to figure out a way to combat it I don't really think you no, can he's not. you can't really do it no you can't um, this is Adam Silver's problem that he created this is the bed he made yeah now lay in it I do think that I don't think this is going to be a problem with the next generation of superstars though I don't think I think what? this is I don't think guys like Luca or Tatum or like Trey Ant? I don't. I don't think any of them are going to want it. I I think they're all going to nah. go. The, they're going to be like Dame. That's what I think. That's wishful thinking. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. But hell, <laughs> I think no. it is more so wishful thinking yeah. than actually thinking it's going to happen. That's a great idea, but that's not fucking happening. This shit. Player empowerment is here to stay. Player empowerment is here to stay. George, what do you think about this man? All, all three of these: Gobert, Aiton, and Katie. Uh, I kind of like the Gobert trade. I think um, Carl Anthony Towns is going to. Be out in the perimeter more where he's where he feels comfortable and uh, Gobert as being the, the enforcer on D. I think it, it could work, but probably not. It's the Timberwolves. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, they're like the Kings. It, yeah, no, they it just don't, don't, do don't work. At least they made the playoffs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jazz needed to blow it up, and uh, they yeah. got a haul for it. So it's, I think it's a win-win. Okay, that, I'm kind of with you to be honest with you. Minnesota gave up a little too much, but they're going to be I, late picks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing. When these teams sit here and really break it down to themselves, it's like they're gonna we're gonna be in the twenties anyway. If we want to get to where we want to go, just fucking trade the picks. Who cares? You know, I, I'd much rather uh, if I was a GM, I'd much rather get the the Aitons or the Go Bears or the KDs instead of having to draft four dudes that may equate. It's the Max Kellerman never trade a dollar for four quarters argument. So I don't want four quarters. I want one dollar. You don't like the Sam Presti route? No, no, I don't, and I respect it. And he was a genius t- 10 to 12 years ago for Durant, Harden, Westbrook back-to-back. Or Westbrook, Harden back I mean, that was in, that's an insane run. He hasn't done that since. And I think some front offices can draft and some front offices cannot draft. So you might as well fucking trade <laughs> and get uh, assets, you know? Right. Um, the Aiden to Indiana would be kind of cool. Yeah, I feel like Aiden 
You guys like that? I think you I look do, good yeah. in I the... think it's fucking boring. For who? It's boring. For the fucking league. The league does not care about DeAndre Ayton going to Indiana. If DeAndre Ayton goes to Brooklyn in a trade or if he stays in Phoenix, both teams, maybe not Brooklyn because they're a mess, but Phoenix is a contender. If they just keep this team together, they're a contender. I don't see what the big deal is about. I know he has one more year left. Give him the extension. Phoenix doesn't want to extend DeAndre Ayton. Are they serious right now? He wants the max, though. I'm not giving him the max. Everyone's going to want the max. So who am I going to give the max to? Because I'm, I'm not, not getting KD, and I'm going to let DeAndre Ayton walk for a bag of fucking planters, peanuts, and some goddamn brazens? No. This team made the finals last year, the year before last. And we got smacked out because Chris Paul gets hurt and someone had COVID. That's still the story they're running with. I don't believe it. I think something happened. Someone got COVID. They were all vaxxed. The rules were relaxed. Everyone was afraid of getting sick. Five of their assistants were out in game seven, and Luca torched them. That's the story. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, it's boring. I, I don't know. I, I don't really I don't really give a fuck, honestly. Like, Indiana, DeAndre Ayton, like, you're, like, man, not even a top five center. Your stock was – he reminds me of, like, Tesla stock. Shit was through the roof a year ago. Now that the guy's being a fuckhead, you know what I mean, and now that you're lead guy, it's like the stock price is down. Stock price is down. I just saw you get stomped in game seven to the guy that you should have drafted over this guy at your own place. Um, KD – KD made the bed, right? And he should lay in it. Except for this case, though. I don't think any of this is KD's fault. Any of it. Any of it. It is not Kevin Durant's fault Kyrie Irving doesn't want to get vaccinated. It is not Kevin... What? What? I mean, that's the big is- that was the big issue last year. It's not Kevin Durant's fault that James Harden wants to be a fat ass and go party with Meek Mill, Drake, and Lil Baby at Michael Rubin's all-white party. You know, in the Hamptons. That's not Kevin Durant's fault. It's not, I mean, Kevin Durant, like Draymond said, he thinks that it was a mistake because Kevin Durant's number one focus in life is basketball. The highest level of basketball I could have played was in Golden State. That's a true statement. Um, but I think KD wanted to play with his friends. I think he, I don't really, this whole Brooklyn thing and then being contenders, I think KD just kind of wanted to get paid and play with his friends. And sure, okay. Kevin Durant brought in Steve Nash. Cool, whatever. You could even blame KD partly for getting Kenny Atkinson out of there. That's fine, too. But for Kyrie and James and Ben Ben Fuckhead Simmons not wanting to play because his mental toughness is just not there whatsoever, none of that's Kevin Durant's fault. None of it. I blame Sean Marks. The fuck is he doing? Yeah, how do you know? Has he not been fired? <laughs> We're all blaming Kevin Durant. I'd want out of this mess, too. It's a fucking sh- It's a shit show. This is a smoke pile. This is terrible. This is awful. I would, I'm 34. I'm I'm still in my prime. I made a dumbass decision to leave the Bay to go to New York, and now I regret it every day, and I want out. And I know he just signed the extension, but that's also before Kyrie's thing, before they traded James for Ben Simmons, and before they got swept by the Celtics. There was just a lot of variables that happened last summer for why I see KD doing this. Now, do I think it's hurting the league? Yes. I do think it's hurting the league. Adam Silver's right about that. they got to figure that out. Newsflash, though, that's not going to get figured out. This is a feature of the Adam Silver system. David Stern ruled the NBA with an iron fist, right? Any single story. Everyone has the Jordan conspiracies. Everyone has the Tim Donaghy, sorry, conspiracies. Everyone's got the fucking Pau Gasol to the Lakers in mid-January. No one even knew he was available. There's like, we, you know, the Knicks folding envelope for Patrick Ewing. He 
had to get the league to a certain place. The league was infested with a bunch of coke dealers and people that were cokeheads. Magic and Jordan or uh, Magic and Bird came through, made it a billion dollar corporation. Adam Silver's whole thing coming in from day one was player empowerment and player freedom, which is a great thing until it's abused. It's been totally abused at this point. I mean, look at a guy like James Harden. How many teams he played for since December 2020? Three. That's crazy. That's and they're both trades. Um, this is also where I'm going to leave it at this. This is where NBA fans give LeBron James credit or where they should. LeBron James has never requested a trade in his entire career. Yeah. He just opts out. LeBron J. Well, I mean, your contract's over. You're going to blame a guy for his contract being over. No, I'm just saying he's not requesting trades, but he's doing it the smart way and opting out. Yeah. I mean, he, that's, he that's, signs two year yeah. deals opt out after one. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are going to, y'all might pull some fuck shit. No, that's what I'm, I, more people should do that instead yeah. of fucking request trades all the time. Um, and I, I feel like. Yes, LeBron pioneered super teams. Yes, he pioneered player empowerment and player movement. He did not pioneer quitting on a contract. That's not LeBron's thing. And I know that's going to get lost in, in the sauce. It'll get lost in the rubble. It's going to get lost in, in in translation. But that's just how I kind of feel about it. Uh, uh, KD has every right in the book, though. He has every right in the book. Uh, do I respect it? I mean, again, I'm all for laying in the bed that you make. It depends on where he goes. I want to see where he goes, and then I'll de- determine if I respect them. If he goes to Phoenix or Miami, I don't think those are as far-fetched as everyone. I know they were the number one seeds. Miami and Phoenix are not the two best teams in each respective conference. If he's going to Gold State or Milwaukee, different conversation. Because those teams are right away one of the top four teams. Skip the regular season, we're going right to the finals. But the Suns and Heat, they aren't shoe-ins, even with Kevin Durant. They're just not. Where do you guys think he's going? Brooklyn. Where do you think he's going? I think he's going right back on that bridge, right back around to Brooklyn, New York. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him. Yeah, four years left. I'm not trading you. He's a hard thing to trade right now, isn't he? And, and what, what's what's he fetching you? I mean, look at the Gobert deal. I mean, that fucked up everything. That fucked up everything. The the Suns, the Nets want from the Suns. Uh, Devin Booker, <laughs> DeAndre Ayton. First of all, Devin Booker's not happening. Devin Booker is literally. You say Devin like, Booker, I'm hanging up the phone. Well, Devin Booker is like their fucking. There was some good comparison I heard the other day. Who's the person I'm thinking? Of? He's like their Dame. Yeah. Like he's loyal. He just signed another Supermax extension. He he doesn't plan on leaving. It's his team. He's the man. It's his city. He's dating a Jenner. Like he's that dude. He's that motherfucker. Um, so that's not happening. And then Miami, they want Bam and, and Butler. That's not happening either. So I think these packages will work best, and the Nets are going to say no to both of these. Hero, Robinson, what's homeboy's name I like? Not not Bam Jimmy or or, uh, or other homeboy, but uh, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Damn, who's homeboy I fuck with? You know what I mean? It don't matter. You know what, Katie? Just, just we'll see what happens. How about that? We'll see what the fuck happens. I I think you know who ironically probably has the best trade package for him that makes sense. Golden State. Golden State. That's if I'm Sean Marks, that's the first team I'm calling. After knowing I'm not getting, I mean, you have to know you're not getting Devin Booker. Like, that's just got to be common sense. I call Golden State. They got Jordan Poole. They got Andrew Wiggins. They got Moody. They got Kaminga. They got Wiseman. I heard that's this. Five players. I heard this on the way over on the radio, and it really jotted my memory or my thought process into this. Steph Curry doesn't get, I don't think Steph gives a fuck about the next generation of the Warriors. He wants to win as many titles as he can, especially now since he's tied with LeBron in terms of rings. Mm. If you think he doesn't want more rings than LeBron, you're crazy. I think if, yeah. if it came down to it, he would walk into that front office and say, trade anyone besides me, Draymond, or Clay, and go get me Kevin Durant. 
He's not that kind of guy, though. I don't see him doing that. Do you think? Do you think he gives a shit about the future, the next generation of the Warriors? I do actually. Yeah, you think I so? Do. I do. I, I think he enjoys mentoring and and teaching, especially guys like Poole. Yeah. Um, just kind of just the ropes of everything. I think that's kind of not for nothing his job. He's yeah. the elder statesman. You get paid the most. You're the greatest player in franchise history. You're the face of the franchise, and you're still one of the two best players in basketball besides Giannis, in my opinion. Um, yeah, uh, that's 100% your job. Uh, why else are we here to – yeah. it's It goes back to the Tannehill-Malik Willis thing. Oh, it's not my job. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, they paid you like a shit ton of money, and you didn't perform. You threw how many fucking picks in the playoff game? This is your job now. What package would you offer if you're the Warriors, though? Like, what what's a reasonable package? Th- that package, I'd probably give them, five them? I'd give them all five, and I'd give them two first-rounders. Maybe one pick swap. You're getting seven players, including two of my draft picks. That's a rebuild right there. Done. Done. If you're the Nets. Yeah. I mean. They're right back to 2018-19 range when they yeah. had D'Lo and uh, Allen and Dinwiddie and, and all those guys. Um, anyway, let's move on, man. Let's do, let's do this. This is one of the dog day topics I'm going to talk about for a while. We all know the 2016 finals, in particular Game 7, is one of the greatest NBA games ever played. Ever, 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 anywhere, anytime. But what is the best NBA Finals series in the last 10 years, 2012 to present day, in your guys' opinion, George, I'm starting with you, besides 2016? What's the best series that you – and this is all subjective. It's not How like – How many years? 2012 to 2022. Besides 2016, what was – maybe just even your favorite finals. But what do you think was the best final series? I did like the LeBron versus KD 2012. Okay. I like last year's Giannis. Mm. Um, that's probably what I think of. Those okay. were great ones. Um, Giannis. Yeah, I pick a, one. Huh? Yeah, pick one. One over the other? Yeah. Not the Lakers winning? You said 2012 up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the Lakers won in 2020. Oh, no, no. I wasn't, I wasn't special because of the bubble. I still love it because it's my Lakers. Don't turn into fucking Rick. Like, don't. But Giannis, We're not doing this, bro. No, no, no. I love, I love the Lakers. I love that uh, AD and LeBron made it happen. But, dude, Giannis, a 50-point closeout. At fucking home. double-double to bring Milwaukee back to relevancy. First time in 50 years. <laughs> I mean, like, that is, is that not crazy. LeBron? I, that is a little crazy. Yeah, 50-point game for the first time in 50 years to bring a title. On and that that's... fucking dunk over Chris Paul and he got fucking mad. <laughs> that was game five, but yes. Either way. It don't matter. It was over. The series was, it was over. over right after there. that dunk, the series was done. So, yeah, that series was fucking magnificent. Damn, uh, so last year's final, or year before last, I keep thinking last calendar year. but Then LeBron getting that one in Miami was special. Which one? 2012. Oh, okay. After they lost to the Mavericks. Okay. You said uh, 2012 up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, probably those two. Okay. Al, what do you think? Oh, so I was gonna go last year, but since since George going that, I'll go a different one. Um, I like the that that twenty twelve LeBron that was against the Spurs, right? Uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, so twenty thirteen. That's 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 the one that I really really twenty thirteen was my answer because you you get that iconic that iconic player the Ray Allen shot and that that's like the last series I remember that was just a bunch of dogs just dog like dog it was a dog fight on the court. Um, yeah, the rookie Kawhi. I mean. Two of the better, I mean, obviously Popovich is one of the is arguably the best coach in NBA history. Um, Eric Spolstra is probably one of the he's he's up there. He's he's been a good coach for a really long time. Uh, that's that's one of the the most recent ones that I really really enjoyed. Just 
it was just a uh, it was just hard played basketball, which I enjoy because that's you know you don't find that much anymore. Now that you brought that up, and that reminds me of the fucking clip where LeBron's at the free throw line and Kawhi's checking in, and he looks back like mm-hmm. fuck, yeah. dude. And that's the one where Tiago Splitter and LeBron met at the rim, and LeBron sent that back, right? <laughs> yeah, that shit yeah. was crazy. That was a crazy. That was, that's what I yeah. thought you said the iconic play was was because I think that's an iconic LeBron play. That was in his ten best highlights of his career. That's, that's the, coming one up. Of them, yeah, that's one of them. Like right yeah. at the rim, like, dude. That was and just <laughs> and the sound of the ball and just mm-hmm. just oh stop, dead stop, because Tiago's coming full force, full force, seven and footer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit's so crazy. Um, okay, so you got 2021, you got 2013. I'm going to go. Do you guys know what the highest rated finals since Jordan has been? I'm going to guess it was 2020. <laughs> that was the lowest ratings ever. Really? Ever. I thought just It's the bubble. I just thought because there was no one, the nothing else to do. People were like, oh, shit, I'll watch it. You would think that, right? Yeah. That was not only the most, the least watched finals, it was the least watched Super Bowl and World Series. Wow. Okay. Bucks Chiefs. I mean, it was February 2021, but still yeah. that's the... So, I mean, people didn't give a fuck about sports and co. I think because just the election, people have... Family members are sick. They're dying. It's just there's a lot going on, probably mentally, that's like, I don't care about Dodgers fucking... People shut off cable. Astros, shit. whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they switch from cable to something else. It's like, I'm not... The finals are Halloween. This is weird. Um, yeah, 2020 had terrible ratings. Mm. Um, 2017. The 2017 finals, more so than any big three Miami, more than the first two Golden State. Now, Game 7 in 2016, um, in the fourth quarter, had 41 million viewers, the most since Game 6 of 98, uh, Jordan's you know last game, which had uh, 1.45 million viewers. So the NBA, since Jordan, has only had one game that hit 40 million viewers. Game 7 2016 was that one. It's just an iconic basketball game. It's just yeah. one of the greatest you'll ever see. Um 2017 averaged 25 million viewers per game, only five games in that series, which kind of makes sense considering that game four was really weird. The refs were calling all sorts of shit for Cleveland. It's like you can tell they're trying to extend the series. I didn't realize the ratings were that high until I was going through it because the series wasn't that great looking back, but it was the KD and Steph Warriors. It was LeBron. They were down 3-1 going back to Oracle just like 2016. What's up? That was the one where JR fucked up game one? That was 2018. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 2017, like, to us, it's, like, forgettable because it's, like, I was graduating high school at the time. I, there's just a lot. I'm, like, I don't – I was working at Breed of Bandito. Like, I don't think I caught a single game of that series live. Um, but it had the highest ratings. Um, but I'd probably go best NBA finals. You know, I think a really underrated one's 2015, the Warriors' first one. Mm. I think it's really underrated. Uh, and we all remember, you know, Kyrie getting hurt in game one and whatnot. But that game one was a classic. Kyrie blocked Steph at the end of the fourth quarter. Um, Kyrie's trying to drive on clay and his knee just gives out, um, because it fucking shattered. And, um, that, I mean, that game was just crazy. And then LeBron's game two, I think at 41, 15 and like 11, like he was doing the, oh, he was doing that shit. It's like, holy shit, yo. Hey, yo, when that starts happening, it's like, nah, Hey, I'm getting off the court. Sub in for me. Um, but yeah, 2015 was a great series. Cleveland's up two one game four is in Cleveland and LeBron, Runs out of gas. According to Maverick Carter, one of his good friends, said LeBron just ran out of gas. And then, you know, here comes Skip and Stephen A. the next day. And, you know, Michael Jordan never ran out of gas. You know, all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, that was the Warriors' first title. And it just felt like fresh blood. That was the first time probably – I mean, the Bucks you can kind of see it coming a year before last. That was the first time it was like, whoa, where the fuck did this team even like? Mm-hmm. 67 wins, breeze through the Western Conference – 
Uh, and, you know, they get through LeBron in the finals and their first. It was just like, and they're shooting threes. Steph looks like he's 22 years old. It's like, I don't even know what's going on. Um, just a good season overall, too. Just a great NBA season. That was the last, like, I think parody season we had where it's like, I don't know who the fucking Warriors even are. I don't even know who's on this basketball team. I know Steph and I know a little bit of Clay. Um, but I don't know what's going on here. You know, Steve Kerr's first year, and they won. So I thought that was a really good NBA Finals. Um, I think we could all agree 2016 is the best final series yeah, yeah. in the last probably 25 years, right? I mean, like, really, what's more iconic besides maybe 98? Just because Jordan his last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... 2015 is the one the Warriors won? The first one. The first one, yeah. The very first one. Because that, that was a wild one for me because I remember it was like, oh, LeBron's such a... Such a pile coming back to Cleveland, loading his team up again. He's a pile. Well, what it was, it was he came, he left the Heat after a super team, did his thing, you know. Right now he's coming to join with Kyrie and Kevin Love, another super team. Like he's and they fucking get Jr. and Iman. And, yeah, uh, he's setting it up for another win, and it went from the Cleveland Cavaliers were the bad guys to the Warriors were the bad guys because before yes. that it was the Clippers always ending the Warriors they just could never get past the hump they were good shooting but not like that and then it just was a different type of shooting just absolutely like 40. it was a dog like Draymond finally turned into a fucking he turned into a a, a pit bull yeah, yeah he turned into a great fucking shepherd he, and Clay he, and Steph were like shooting forty five from three right. like it was the wildest shit and that and then. What it was, it was Kyrie and Kevin Love getting hurt to turn it into, like, oh, LeBron versus the world. And it felt like right. the Warriors were, like, the fucking antagonist. So it, it was a wild year for basketball, for sure. Same with 2018, where it's, like, LeBron versus, like, the Avengers. And he almost pulls out the game one. By the way, his greatest finals game he ever performed, in my opinion, was game one, 2018. Um, just because he just controlled every ebb and flow of that game. He controlled the Warriors' pace, which is... Unheard of. In in a game one in their building. I mean, I know he's played him three years in a row. He knew the team. He didn't have to feel him out. But game one's a feel out. That's why the game ones are always so weird, in my opinion. And it's always like the Celtics won this year. And it's like, I didn't see that coming. Because everyone's just trying to feel each other out and just kind of get a, a grip for where everyone's at. Um, but, yeah, no, 2016 was amazing. I'd probably go 2015, though. Uh, we, we had some good finals this last 10 years. We had some mm-hmm. really we had some bad series. 2018, it was a sweep. 2020 was the bubble. And I love my Lakers. But I'm with you. It's like, I don't know. It was October it was like, there's just a lot going on at the time. It's like, eh, this kind of sucks. No fans. No fans, yeah. yeah. When yeah. they celebrate, it's just them kind of hopping around. It's not like when LeBron won and everyone's there and there's camera. It's, yeah, it was Like weird. if LeBron would have won like with, in LA. with fans, jumps on the table, does extra shit, like that would have been nuts. Yeah, that would have been crazy. No fans, you know. I mean, Kobe had passed. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it just like, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird to even think about. Um, Al, let's get into this. Mm-hmm. First time we've ever done this segment. Don't know if we're going to bring it back ever again because we usually do basketball or football. Uh, I want to do a Giants baseball check-in with you. I'm also a, I'm a casual Giants fan. I like going to the ball games. I like going to the actual stadium. I don't really watch on TV. But I want to do a summer check-in with you and just kind of see where your team's at, see where your headspace is at for the Giants. They had a franchise record amount of wins last year, and then they lost to the Dodgers at home in Game 5 due to the first baseman calling a strike. That was never even a strike. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, as far as the Giants go, they're just – they're just not that good. Their pitching's been bad. Hitting's been bottom in the league. Uh, I think they're they're three games above 500 right now. They're about 13 back of the Dodgers. Um, a lot of the older guys are kind of really starting to play bad. You know, Crawford, Belt, those guys are really starting to play bad. Um, Crawford's still there. Yeah. Damn. Um, but in my in my in my opinion, you know, it's been tw- since 2010. I mean, even granted, they haven't won a World Series since 2014, but Still since 2010, they've still won three World Series, which is more than any other team. 
Um, so they've had a great run with a lot of these guys, but I think it's time to kind of kind of hit that reset button a little bit. Like for real, for real. For real, take a step back, trade some guys away, and kind of just, you know, it, it happens at every at every point for any, any team that has a, a really good run like that. Unless you're, you know, one of the huge market teams, like one of those three teams every year that's top payroll. Yankees, Red Sox. Dodgers, I mean. Dodgers, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's time for them. I think the fans are ready for it. I think they would embrace it. Um, so we'll see what they do. I don't know. The trade deadline's in a couple weeks, so we'll see. Is Kapler the guy? No, I don't like him. Because he won stand for the anthem? No, I mean, I don't really care about that. I watch sports for sports. I don't really care about any of that. <laughs> I just saw that he he did that, and I was like, "Of course he did that." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't think he's the guy either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure about him. I'm I'm not sure. About I this. I didn't like it from the beginning. Why not? I just me and I mean me and my dad. You know, we're very we're really tuned into baseball. We knew how he was when he was managing in Philly. We really didn't want him, and then he kind of just rubs he rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. I don't like his decision making. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm an armchair manager, so mm, like, I I critique with the best of them. Yeah. Anything else on your Giants? I don't really know what to ask. I don't know much about baseball. Um, is there anything you're looking forward to? Do you plan on going to a game in the Bay? Like, I hope to go to a game. Um, hopefully we can make it work out. Yeah, I really want to go to a game. Them, them vibes different in the ballpark. The vibes are different in the ballpark. Yeah. I've never been to a night game there ever. Oh, Only night, been afternoon games. Oh, night games, that's where the vibe's at. See, you say that, but there's a little thing called the ocean that you could see in the daytime that like, I kind of like. You can see the ocean at the nighttime, too. There's, you can there's just lights. Kinda, you can just kind of hear it. Well, the, the game starts when it's still light outside, so you can still see the ocean. Yeah, but I want it the whole time. It's hot during the day, though. It's not. It's San Francisco. That sun beating down on you, though. That sun beating down on oh, you. Oh, fuck. It gets the 72 at the most. It's not even humid there. No, but when, that sun, when you're sitting there in that chair and that sun's beating down on you, it gets a little toasty. You never even. What are you yeah, talking I've, I've about? I've gone to a bunch of Giants games. Man, in the day, and night, day and night. <sighs> no cutty. All right, man. Look, we're moving on, man. We're not gonna. <laughs> I'm not sitting here and doing yeah, this with y'all. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask you guys this. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Should the NBA always start at Christmas and go through July? Here are my reasons why it should not. Ratings are down. The ratings for Bucks and Suns was the second lowest for the finals ever behind the bubble. I think because partly it was in July. Another part of it is because Milwaukee and Phoenix, you know, you don't have your Lakers. You don't have Steph. You don't have a, a Boston. You don't have a, you know, a, a big market team, if you will. You know, Boston, L.A., San Francisco, those are the big Miami. Those are the big markets. Uh, Milwaukee and, and Phoenix are definitely secondary, third tier, if, you know, Milwaukee. As far as the NBA goes, the cities. Um, mesh up with soccer. Uh, scenario like this year, usually the World Cup would be in July or August. If the NBA Finals were in July, we'd be going up against the World Cup, which I did not know this until I started working at the news. Uh, the World Cup gets way, way more ratings than anything in America yeah. ever does. Not even close. Like it's, it's like insane the difference. Like yeah. I'm like, there's no way the World Cup final gets more than the Super Bowl. It's like <laughs> World Cup final gets 500 million people every time. Yeah, easy. Easy, and that's if like, and that's like Argentina. That's not like if Brazil's in it or Japan's in it or China. That's not if like the huge countries aren't in it. Um, so you got that. You got ratings, and you got the FIFA World Cup. Then you got the Summer Olympics. Shit, man! If it's not 2018, 2022, and there's a World Cup, it's 2020 or 2024, and there's Summer Olympics going on. So there's that. They can't avoid that either. Uh, I think also people just travel a lot during the summer. 
I think another reason the finals had low ratings is because not a lot of superstar power outside of Giannis, and it's like he's from Greece. He's not Steph. He's not LeBron. He's not KD. He's not Kobe. He's not Jordan. Um, so there's that. And then people are just doing shit. It's hot. I don't want to necessarily be inside. I mean, me, I don't mind, but it's like people are out on the lake. People are out on vacation. They're out of the country. You know, they're going to do shit. They're just not going to be sitting at home in the middle of July on a Wednesday watching Bucks Suns. I just don't think it, that's not very realistic. If, if I'm in the room with Adam Silver and all those guys, I'm like, that's not realistic. I'd rather watch the game on June 15th instead of July 15th. It's just, it's not as hot. There's not as much shit to do, I feel like. At least not yet. Um, so do you guys think the NBA, those are just some of my reasons I wrote down. Do you think they should always start at Christmas and go through July, or do you like the Halloween to June format? I'll start with you, Al. Now that we've seen the last two years how it's played out. In my selfish opinion, I like the the Christmas start because then it kind of helps run them dog days of summer a little bit because it runs into summer a little bit more and you get a little more separation from football. Because, I mean, when it starts in October, it's right up with football. Right. Because NFL's yeah, I don't give what, a fuck about the NBA when it starts. Yeah, because NFL's four weeks in by the time NBA starts usually. Right. We're in full swing. Yeah, so, I mean... And and if I'm the NBA, the way that I look at it is, like, either you're going to match up with football every week or you're going to match up with the World Cup once every four years. I mean, every other summer you'd have the Olympics or the World Cup, but yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but on the odd years, like last year and next year, you'd have it all to yourself. In right. Yeah. Um, if I was NBA, I mean, I feel like the main thing I'd try and get away from is football just because football is always going to be the rating scheme. That's just – that's how it's going to go. Um I liked it a little bit better just just for that reason. I, I like that it drags through summer a little bit because it makes them, them June days go by a little bit quicker. George, what do you think, man? Do you want to do October to June or do you want Christmas to July? Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with Al. I'm going to take the selfish route. I wish it was uh, whenever football's over, it started. So, uh, whatever. so you always had one or the other? Yeah, so yeah. If, if basketball could end like in August – like late August. Oh, you're down for like February to August. Yeah. Oh shit. Should I be okay. down for that? I don't know if I like. That's too short. Almost. I don't know. That's weird. I mean, you could start in like January. Yeah. I think. But. I don't care when you start. Just end right the month before football starts. Yeah. Okay. So, like for instance, the NBA technically it started uh, December twenty second, twenty twenty, and ran through July twentieth last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's I mean I remember we did the pod you know the Space Jam and and the and the Bucks pod on like July twenty second that was nice it's like we have one month now to the fantasy draft mm-hmm. in between that time we're gonna fill it with whatever we're gonna fit you know what I mean we'll figure it out and we did um, and, and yeah just this year it's like it's only July thirteenth mm-hmm. season doesn't even start till September eighth the first Sunday September eleventh so it's like we're still two months out easy easy because there's thirty one days in each month we're still sixty days out so it's just like Jesus Christ. Um, Look, I'm actually with you guys. As I wrote down all these reasons and looked everything up and kind of sat there and and molded over just to myself, I was like, if I'm Adam Silver and I'm some of the owners in the association, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm like Cuban and all these guys that has the power, I hate the Christmas of July shit. My ratings are down. I have to compete against these other sports that I know are bigger than me. And it's July. Not only are people traveling and maybe not coming to the game. And, I mean, the finals are always going to be packed out. Don't get me wrong. People are going to come to the NBA finals. Maybe the games aren't as packed out. Maybe there's not as much ratings because people are on vacation. But a part of me kind of feels like you don't get as many, this is selfish, but as many casuals. You know? If you want to really sit there and watch NBA finals in the middle of hot-ass July, you got to really be liking the NBA. Really be dedicated. Um, and look, as far as the ratings go, 
NBA, there's there's something going on in the NBA. I don't know what's I don't know if it's the Black Lives Matter thing. I don't know if it's player empowerment, player movement. I don't know if it's you know they're too woke, they're too liberal, they're too whatever. The ratings have gone worst ever in 2020, second worst ever 2021, third worst ever 2022. So with Steph, with San Francisco and Boston, two of the ten major cities in America, both involved, you still came up with the third lowest ratings ever in June. You were back on your regular schedule for the first time since Raptors Warriors. Your season started when it should have, it ended when it should have, and it just it didn't bank for him. It just didn't it didn't hit for them the way it did. Even 2018 uh, Cavs Warriors, a sweep. LeBron by himself averaged 19 million viewers because you have LeBron, Katie, and Steph. 2019 American viewership was down. I don't know the Canadian numbers, but Canadian viewership was the highest it ever was been because Toronto, and then the Warriors were averaging for America about 14 million a pop. So I'd say probably about 20 million a pop, 18 to 20 million for the 2019 finals. You're, you're doing just fine. I think it has a lot to do with politics, but um, I like the Christmas start. I've always said start at Christmas. I don't, I, 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 <laughs> I keep knocking uh, George's knee over here. Pause. Um, I like the Christmas start. I think that, like you guys said, football's in full swing. By the way, football is whooping their ass on the Christmas ratings now, too. Mm-hmm. Browns-Packers last year got 26 million viewers, uh, the highest. And I was six. I don't remember the exact matchup. What was the Laker game last year? Was it Lakers-Nets in L.A.? I think, I think it so. was. Lakers-Nets got 5 million viewers. So, I mean, you tell me. What do you want to compete against? you want to compete against the ratings king in America the last half century? Because I really fucking don't. I'd rather compete against the Olympics. And even the summer, uh, even the World Cup, yeah, that suck. But the finals don't extend that long. Maybe game six or seven runs into soccer, but that's about it. And it's like people here in America, they're going to tune into the American game, maybe the Mexico game, maybe, maybe the Canada game. Besides that, it's sporadic. You watch because you like soccer. You don't watch to really root for a certain, maybe Messi and all those guys, but you don't really watch to root for a certain country. You tune in to watch America. Uh, That's my experience. Um, I'm with you guys. Christmas to July. Let's do it. I'm down. If I was talking to Adam Silver, I'd be like, pull the schedule back. Let's go 66 games instead of 82. Let's start at Christmas. Let's full five-game slate. Give me LeBron versus Steph. Give me KD or maybe KD and the Warriors. Give me LeBron and the Celtics. Get, you know, give me the juicy matchups. Give me Minnesota and Denver, whatever the fuck. Um, you know, give me Miami and the Knicks. I'm cool with all that. And then end in July, right into football. Yeah. <laughs> Right into training camp and, and mock drafts and mock fantasy drafts and, and real fantasy drafts, I'm all the way here for it. So, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Um, I guess before we leave this, because this is a good topic, why? give me just one reason why you don't like the October to June besides football. A reason that has to do with the NBA, what's a reason you don't like October to June that the NBA does control? Like why I don't like the October to June slate. Is it too long? Is there too many games? Is it just too much time between the start and the finals? Is yeah. the finals too early in the summer? Like what's something the NBA can't control? Because they can't control what the NFL does. What's something they can control that you'd like to see changed? If they're going to keep that that slate, I think that the less games is needed. I think it's – I mean, the players have been asking for it for a while now. Yeah. Um, 82 games is is way too many. Um, I mean, and also you, you go from 82 to six, 66, you said, right? That's my proposition. So just right, right around that area. I think sure. that's perfect because you also have, does that take away from the load management? Because that's been a big issue with the NBA. That gives 16 extra games that those guys aren't going to sit. I mean, obviously they're not going to sit the full 16 games, but I think that solves load management. I think that also not having so many right next to each other 
not only solves load management, but gets fans more like, oh, shit, you know, they're only playing twice this week. I'm going to tune in both games. Mm. I think that's one of the bigger things, too. George, what do you think? Is there anything the NBA can control to make this a little better? Just as a fan, just fan perspective. I mean, I guess I'd have to be what Al said is just uh, make less games so they're less injured and more stars on the court. And, um, yeah, maybe play twice or three times a week at max. And, God, I don't know if it's solvable. I think it's just like a sport thing. I think football is just king and... I don't know what NBA could do to get better, but it's it's been stale for a minute. I don't know if it's we're older or something, but something needs to change for sure. You've been saying that. You were like, I didn't watch like a single besides game one with us, you're like, I didn't watch anything at the finals. It's like mm-hmm. I, I don't care. It's like I can give a fuck about it. And to me, I look, finals time is is prime time. Like I am there for every finals matchup. I, I've said on this pod before, I enjoy the finals more than the Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl is not about the football game. The Super Bowl is about everything else besides the football game, where the finals are about the game. The finals are about who wins the basketball game. And I like that, especially when you get to the game sixes and the game sevens. Because um, game sevens, historically for the NBA, have rated amongst the all-timers. Um, you know, 2016, 2013, 2010, 2005 even, Spurs-Pistons, which is like, what? Uh, even that one did well for game seven. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on this. I thought that was a good little topic. Well, something I want to talk about for a while with you guys. Just, yeah, I just think know. the NBA is missing some dogs, you know? I'm tired of seeing divas. I don't know. Like you said, it's scripted and just... <laughs> it's way more scripted in the NFL. Oh no, yeah, yeah way sure. more scripted. I mean, come on now. And uh, Kobe dies and the Lakers win. Like, uh, you man. want me to like just accept that? Like, come on, man. You know sick. what I mean? It's like, come on, man. Sick. Yeah, don't, don't even bring up O two. Why would I? Why would I? <laughs> I mean, I, look, I will always, <laughs> I will always think we have the better team. Oh, will, for sure. I, yeah, I will always think sure. Ori, Shaq, Kobe, Fish. We have the better basketball team. Yeah, but you guys played better as a team. Mm-hmm. But we just had the more talented roster. Um, and then, I mean, we uh, you still had a chance at home in Game Seven. That that's what you little tiny Kings fans never want to talk about. You know, you you and all these other Kings fans never ever. Want, it's like the Niner fans with Mahomes. They never ever want to talk about the fucking loss. They just want to talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. Talk about the loss in Game Seven. How about that? You had a chance in Game Seven in Sacramento. Well, when it gets proven that the ref was throwing the game, you had we're going to talk totally about game different six. game. In Sacramento to win. They had a chance to win, right? And it didn't execute. Right. Just like the Chargers and the Raiders. <laughs> Yo, he went there. Yeah, I like that. that I like sounds that. good. I like that. Keep that same energy. Hey, can, we, can we get an applause for George Horace right there? Yeah. George. That was good. I will see you in December. KTSE, KTSE, please. Seth White, KTSE, keep that same energy is what it stands for. KTSE. Rick Young, KTSE. Alec fucking James White, KTSE. What did I do? I'm, oh, just, I'm just chilling. No, you're going to, no. Once October rolls and you're 5-0, 6-0, 6-1. Oh, you're going to be hearing it if I'm 6-0. <laughs> and then I know what's going to happen next. You're going to go and on And then I'm going to lose like 7 in a yeah, row. Yeah, you're going to go yeah. on an escalator like you always do. Yeah. Um, Let's get into this. What are some of the best... Let's start NFL. What are some of the best NFL games you guys have ever seen? Give me, give me three. Ooh, it can we go? S- let's do one, 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 one. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Uh, it could be any game. Santonio Holmes catch in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals. Oh, that's mm, a good one. That is a good one. That's a great left. one. Yeah, I always think about it. That was a classic. 
James Harrison had the pick six, 99 yards. Larry Fitzgerald had the crazy. Yeah, that was a great game. That was a phenomenal game. What do you think, Al? I'm going to go 2017 Super Bowl. Mm. Nick Foles. Oh, Eagles Patriots. Yeah. Was that 2017? That's 2018. It, pl- it was played in 2018. Okay. But the season was 2017. Okay. So 2017 was Pat's Falcons. That's that Super Bowl, Eagles okay. Patriots. One of the best games I've ever seen. I mean, even down to that last play where Tom Brady threw up the jump ball, you're like, oh shit, Gronk's going to fucking catch it. Uh, and then you get the underdog story of Nick Foles, the Philly special. Um, that clip with Nick Foles and Doug Peterson is going to be one of the more iconic clips, I think, in NFL history. Do you want to run the special? Yeah, that I one, think that's going to be one of the more iconic. And obviously, that's one of the most iconic plays in NFL history. Um, yeah, just one of the games, really one of those last, not last, one of those just games that kept you on the edge of your seat the whole game. And it, it, yeah, that was just a great football game. I'd probably say Patriots-Chiefs uh, 2018 AFC title game. Mm. I like that one. And Arrowhead, Mahomes' um, first year. And then you got the elder statesman Brady coming in there. That's a Tony Romo coming out game when Romo predicted like five plays. Um, not in a row, but just five plays that just turned out exactly the way he said they would. Um, Gronk had a great game. Uh, James White. Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, George. Yeah, those are the na- those are the names that score touchdowns. I mean, those are the guys. Um Great game. Phenomenal. One of my favorites. And also just the crowd in Arrowhead, and you kind of knew that this Mahomes guy was right around the corner, and Brady didn't get him this year, but Mahomes will get him next year. Brady's now 2-0 in the playoffs against Mahomes. Um, But, yeah, I think that one's up there for me. Let's go best NBA game you've ever seen, George. We'll just go back the same way. Let's go this way. Or you started off. Oh, I started off this time? Best NBA game I ever saw. Game 7, 2016. That's easy. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now pick an answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, how far back? I, I mean, that was a – it doesn't matter. As Are far you? back as you can remember. Shit. Oh, that fuck. you've seen with your own eyes. Not that's happened. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm not to, not yeah. Jordan's flu game. What you saw with your own eyes, and when you got up to leave that couch or whatever that night, you were like, damn, that was crazy as fuck. That was insane. I'm going last year's finals. Game – the game uh, – Game five? Game f- – no, because uh, they clinched at game six, right? Yeah. Game six, that Giannis game. More so than game five? Or no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Game five. Oh, you're, talking about the, you're talking about the Giannis dunk on Chris Paul. The the the, the holiday steal to Allie. No, wait. What did he have in the – wasn't the closeout game where the he closeout had – closeout game he had 50. That's the, that's the game I'm talking about. Okay. Just where I'm like, holy shit. That, that, it's a fucking closeout game, and this dude just dropped 50 points. I mean, obviously not as good of a game as the one that you gave, but just kind of where I'm like, the whole game you're like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this dude's really putting up 50 in a fucking clincher for the championship. George. Um, that was a good one. I like the one. Uh, what? Miami Spurs game where uh, Chris Bosh swatted it. Game 6, 2013? Yeah. Ray Allen shot? Yeah. That was a great game. LeBron had 18 points in that quarter before that shot. I guess awesome translation. He had like a shit. He was doing a shit. He had everything going for him. He he was scoring every basket. He had like four or five assists. I mean, LeBron was doing everything for that team. Had he have hit that three that he that he missed that Bosch ended up getting the rebound for, that would have went down as one of the greatest quarters of NBA history. Yeah. yeah. And one of his like Which it should premier. any it should anyways. Right. But if he would have hit that. That's another thing about the just the the LeBron detractors, like the one sitting across from me. It's like you know, just because Ray Allen does his fucking job as one of the greatest sharpshooters ever and hits a three doesn't mean that LeBron didn't do shit the whole yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying you say that in particular, but you do like to detract from LeBron. Um, 
LeBron has 16 points, five assists, and like four rebounds. He lost his headband. He lost a headband and did all that. So I don't know. I, I think it's super impressive. And then, not for nothing, LeBron had a triple-double in Game 7. And I liked it. It was uh, the second ring, right? In Miami. Yes. Yeah. And and it, it was like Chris Bosh still had that dog in him to run out that block. Like LeBron and Dwayne Wade were so hungry. Yeah. Chris Bosh, that pit bull. Is yeah. he? I think Dwayne Wade, that pit bull. I think they both are. Yeah, they're both pits. Are you sure Chris Bosh? pits. You- yeah, no, he had a – before that blood clot – because think about it. He's a seven-footer. Oh, I yeah, forgot he, about that blood clot. That's why his career that, ended. Yeah. He did not have to run that shit out at all. LeBron left in July. Chris Bosh got blood clots in November. That's right. That was a bad year for Miami. That was yeah. a bad year for that team. Uh, I mean, at least Chris Bosh is still healthy. He's still alive. And he's still – you know, he's still around. He'll do some commentating. He'll do – he'll pop in on some analyst shows. And but- I just – I just don't want him to be forgotten. Because he was a dog, he was an all star. He took a lot of uh, a lot of flack. Yeah, because like because he was the third guy. Yeah, third, third guy, third wheel. You don't have to. But he did that, right? But did he get into the hall? Or is he, uh, not, or is he not been up for? I think he officially retired twenty nineteen. Oh, so next okay. year he'll be eligible. He's okay. getting in. Yeah, he'll if get guys in. like Mitch Richmond get in, yeah, like come on, man. Hey, hey, easy, easy. What? I like Mitch Richmond. I mean, I do too. But Mitch Richmond. <laughs> I mean, Chris Webber. Like these guys are getting in the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Okay, all right. Now y- y'all got it though. Y'all got it. Um, do you like Chris Webber being in the Hall of Fame? Do you think he deserves to be there? I think so. I think he's one of the more dominant players of that time. I you mean, know, I think that I don't know if he's a hundred percent deserving, but there's people that are in that he deserved it more than. Let's sure. Let's, let's go with that. Sure. And I think that's kind of how you judge it these days because it seems like more people get in than should. That's true. And it even seems like, honestly, like that with the NFL most of the time. I think MLB is like the true Hall of Fame. Like, you don't get into the MLB Hall of Fame unless you're an all-time great. Right. I think that's the true. And like, have full integrity. true Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Basketball's watered down. And then the NFL, they look like murderers and rapists and shit like that. And it's like, yeah. all right, man. They're like, this is the Hall of Fame. My thing is, like, the Hall of Fame shouldn't just be your playing days. The Hall of Fame is like, this is the best display of football we could put on for the public. Mm-hmm. And for the kids or for the public that want to come and, and learn about our sport, this is the best we have to offer. I'm not putting guys like, no offense, I'm not putting Ray Lewis in there. Sorry. Yeah, caught no. a body. Yeah. Sorry. And you were one of the greatest middle linebackers to ever put your cleats on grass. But no. No. No, there's integrity here. It's the same reason Bonds and A-Rod and all those fuckity fucks didn't get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Y'all did fucking drugs. Y'all did steroids. Now, granted, I think it makes the game better. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes the game better. MLB never had higher ratings than they did in the 90s when guys were doing steroids. That's a fact. World Series, playoffs, Maguire versus Sosa games. I Shit, mean, let them do it now. They're fucking lower than NCAA basketball in the ratings. Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. It goes to show you how bad a uh, uh, what uh, Ron Ra- Manfred. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this. I want to get this one off my chest for a while. Net Celtics game one, round one, 2022 playoffs. I've come on this podcast about three or four times now and said that it is the best round one game one I've ever seen. Maybe I was just a little high off Stizzy. That was the first time out of a year and a half I had a little bit of the stizzy. So maybe I was just like, God damn. But there was just a lot of shit going on in that game. And instead of doing a whole hour and a half deep dive, because it's like, I just don't know if I want to do that for uh, a round one game one. I just want to do it here a little bit. I want to start with you, because I think you kind of share the same sentiment with me. Is this the greatest round one game one of all time in the NBA playoffs? I mean, as far as ones that I've seen, I, I think, obviously, and I don't even think it's close. I mean, a lot of the game one round ones you see are just like, you know, you're seeing a, an eight versus a one seed, so most of the time it's not going to be a good game. Um, 
that game had it was one of those games that had you on the edge of your seat the whole game, it, right down to the final buzzer. I mean, just a great game. A lot of really good players. You don't see that many good players in a round one matchup very often. Um, and I think that kind of added to it. But, yeah, I think that's that's probably the best one. Definitely the best I've ever seen, but probably probably one of the better ones of all time. And my criteria for this was round one. Yeah. I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot of classic game one, but it has to be the first round yeah. of uh, any playoff series. But, yeah, round one, game one. George, you've said in particular this was the best game of the playoffs. It was your favorite game of the playoffs. And, it, and if basketball was played like this, you would watch more of it. Yeah. We watched it together. It was mm-hmm. Easter Sunday. Me, you, and my brother. It was a fantastic, uh, I must say football game, fantastic basketball game. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's the greatest R1G1 ever? I can't, I don't know. You don't have bad memories, so I don't know. I can't even think of another round one. I'm sure there was. Well, that's a, my point in uh, this kind of. Yeah, I'm sure there's a round one game one that was fantastic and I loved a lot. Maybe prior to like, you know, fucking. Maybe like Lakers Hornets 2010 or something. Yeah, something. Like Chris, something Chris Paul going ape shit in LA, yeah. But just, this that game had the energy of a, Malice in the Palace potential because Boston Celtics are fucking, you know. Malice crazy. in the Palace potential? No, it just had that atmosphere, like, hostile, like, fuck you, no, nah, fuck you. The the Kyrie shit with the fans. Yeah. The like, middle fingers, it had that, yeah. It was a good game. They're all hooping besides, uh, you know, KD. Like, I would, <laughs> I would say, yeah, I don't know, bro. That, that series was hot and um, can't, couldn't get enough of it. I, the end of that game was like, wow. I want to watch that back. Yeah, and, like, the Celtics are going to go all the way. And they did go all the way. They did. And that game one against the Warriors, I'm like, holy fuck, they're about to win this shit. Yeah, I never thought that. I did think that. I never. I never. But after uh, whatever, I was like, okay, no. It was just game one. Yeah. But those game ones really fucking have you feeling some type of way. I'm going to give three reasons why I think it's the best round one game one ever. Number one. Kyrie Irving's best playoff game since Game 7 2016 Finals, in my opinion. He had 39 points. He hit, I believe, five threes. And I just remember just his presence alone, because the lack thereof of his presence all year was very apparent for the Nets. When he was there, you could kind of see, like, man. and But this is before the game was over. It's like, man, the Nets could really make a Finals run if Kyrie will play like this. Like, KD... And, Watching back the highlights, KD, he struggled for KD standards, but he was fine. He had, like, he had 23 points. He had seven shots. He was fine. He he did what he had to do. Um, Kyrie's the one that had the absolute just game of his life. I remember in particular there was a play, fourth quarter, Jalen Brown gets on some weird breakaway, uh, 104-102, Nets are up. Next thing you know, Kyrie inbounds to KD. KD comes down. He just can't shake Jalen Brown at all. Marcus Smart's playing some weird help defense. Kyrie wide open three, net snaps. And I just remember it was like five and a half minutes left in the game. 107-102, Ime calls timeout. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be the best round one game one ever because someone's got to win. And whoever loses will be fucking heartbroken. Like, sweep type shit. I was with you. I was like, one of these motherfuckers might get swept. Like, that's how much this game kind of means right now. Um, from the opening tip, it's just like the Celtics crowd's already one of the best crowds. And I hate the Celtics. But they got some of the best fans in the NBA. Um, some of the most racist and piss-poor fans as well. Uh, you guys are the first to leave the fucking exits as soon as it starts going bad for you. But when things are good, you guys are great. You're like Warrior fans. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Shout to the Bay. Um, felt like a finals game. Finals atmosphere. It's loud as shit. Everyone fucking hates Kyrie Irving. 
I mean, everyone hates Kyrie Irving uh, because of the Boston history and the COVID shit. And now you're in New York and it's, you know, it's always beat LA and beat NY. And we get all that. Boston, New York already have that rivalry since they're both next to each other. And just, you know, American history and sports history. They're just, they've always been rivals. They're both big East Coast port cities. Um, obviously, New York wins that, in my opinion. Uh, fuck Boston. And uh, <laughs> I ain't never going there. I ain't never, unless I have to, I ain't never going to Boston. I've never been like, oh, let's go to Boston, guys. Like, no, I'm good. I do want to go to Fenway, though. Fenway would be dope. Um, but Kyrie goes for 39, has an insane game. Jason Tatum hits the buzzer beater, the buzzer beating layup. That's the first buzzer beating playoff win in Celtics history. They've never won a game at the buzzer in the playoffs, um, at home, that is, until Jason Tatum's layup. And it's funny because, you know, Brown has the ball, he drives, gives it to Smart on the three-point line. Everyone thinks Marcus Smart's putting up a terrible three. Everyone thinks that. Two guys flying at him. It's like, Marcus Smart's putting up a horrible three, and they're going to fucking lose. And then next thing you know, Tatum is spinning. There's like a second and a half left. Kyrie tries to reach in. Obviously, grabs air. Tatum lays it up, and, and, and they win. I just feel like it's one of those games that if it's a game five in the finals, if you tell me... And if I'm a blind man and you say, hey, this is one of the greatest finals games ever, and just listening to the crowd and just Mike Breen commentating and, you know, Mark J, you know, mama, there goes that man, Celtics by seven. You know, just everything. Van Gundy's bitching about something like he always does. I can't stand him or his brother. Um, I used to like Jeff Van Gundy, but goddamn, bro, all he ever does is fucking bitch, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Like, I, no, I know does, you yeah. listen. I'm like, dude, can you shut the fuck up? All he does, if you don't fucking like your job, get the fuck out of the booth. You know how, you know how many of, of people like me want your job right now to announce the finals next to Mike Breen and Mark Jackson? Like, dude, get the fuck out of the seat then. Um, but it'll never happen. I just feel like, all in all, it's a great round one game one. Best I've ever seen with my own two eyes. It was Easter Sunday. I remember I was just chilling. George was over. We were just, I think we had like some pork ribs that night, you know. Yeah. Like, it was just, everything about the day was just phenomenal. It was like an 80-degree day, Net Celtics, you know, ABC primetime. Just growing up as a kid, that, those were always the games that, you know, 12-30 on ABC is what I turned into. So, that's my shit, man. I really like Net Celtics game one, round one. Um, anything else you guys want to add to this? I feel like it's like a finals game. That's why I love it so much. And there was never another game like it, all playoffs. I mean, George is right about that. You can bring up uh, maybe one of those Memphis-Golden State games or, you know, Memphis-Minnesota. Nah. They don't compare it to Kyrie getting that kind of hate, doing the middle finger, itching my head, which is stupid, uh, telling the, you know, homeboy, hey, suck my dick, you know, all that shit. Um, yeah, I-, I love it. Game one, round one, this was an absolutely phenomenal game. And this may be the game that, we'll see what happens this summer, broke the Nets back. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, this may be the straw that broke the camel's back. Trading Kyrie and KD because they got swept by the Celtics when Kyrie played for them just three years earlier. Uh, three years earlier, that is. Let's move on to this. I've got about 10 minutes left here. Let's just talk about this shit. Getting to you guys a little bit. George, I'm going to start with you. I don't know the answer to these questions. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite activity or hobby to do in the summer, something that you maybe can only do in the summer because the weather, uh, maybe just because the time of year you have more free time. What's something that you enjoy about summer? Because we've been bitching about how it's the dog days and it's hot, but summer has its ups, just like every other season does, and it has its downs. Um, what is some of your favorite things to do in the summer? Um, I love to be in a home or work environment with air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> just doing shit I love. Um. NFL fantasy draft is that? Yeah, watching that, watching movies, you know, doing little video games or reading a book. Maybe not reading a book. 
so you don't read. <laughs> trying to read a book. Yeah. Trying to trying to uh, better some under AC. And if not that, then uh, maybe a little bit of a beach at uh, Whiskey Town or uh, vo- volleyball, just some uh, maybe throwing the pigskin or playing hoops, something like that. Okay. All right. You like volleyball on the beach? You, you go play volleyball with all the bitches? It, yeah, down at Brandy Creek, we uh, we used to do it a lot, but uh, we've fallen back from it. And I think it's it might be uh, that year this year to do that again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you guys want to start uh, heading down to Brandy Creek and playing some uh, volleyball, maybe around six, that might be the new thing to do. PM? Yeah. Don't you do that shit like the middle of the day? You could, but I mean, some of us work till five PM, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. And uh, and some of us don't want to be out there when it's 105. Yeah, yeah. so you might as well go when it's uh. That'd be kind of hot though. Seeing, so um, never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead, yo. No, go ahead, Al. <laughs> Uh, favorite we're, activity in the summer. We're pretty fortunate in this area to have have the lakes, have some some beautiful uh, hikes beautiful and stuff scenery. like that, um, which we kind of take for granted. A lot of people in this area take for granted. So Very true. I like to enjoy the lakes in the summer. Um, I haven't been out yet this summer with the new job. It's been a little crazy, so just haven't been out. Um, we go up to Hannah's family has a cabin up in Shingletown, so we always go spend a week up there in the summer. That's dope. Yeah, so they got a really nice cabin up there. Go to Lassen National Park. Do all that stuff, so that's always fun. Um, but other than that, so most of what I like to do is I I like sitting at home. I like watching I like watching the Giants games. I'm, I've I watch every single Giants game I can. That's crazy. Um, There's so many games. I mean, it just goes back to it's a cool thing. I've always done it with my dad as long as I can remember. Um, obviously now out on my own, so watching them by myself. But uh, yeah, I love watching love watching the Giants games and and all all that. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Al. Matty Ice, if you're listening to this, you can come he's watch the Giants game anytime you want. Yeah, he's not listening to this. He doesn't know what a podcast is. He told me that to my face. He's like, what's a podcast? I'm like, all right, man. Like, I'm not about to, like, no. That's like a grandma question. Like, I'm only going to tell my grandma what it is. Because, like, <sighs> she, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, Matt, you're like 46. Like, you don't know what a pod is? Like, come on, bro. Um, all right. Favorite activity or hobby to do in the summer? Uh, I wish I could tell you guys that it was getting out and hiking and the waterfalls and, oh, it's so great and going swimming. I'll be honest with you. I'll be totally honest with you. I, the summer depresses me. I don't like the summer. I'm not a fan of the heat. I'm not a fan of the long days and, 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 and the early morning. I'm just, I don't like that. Spiders and snakes and Fuck spiders. all sorts of shit, man. It's, it gets too fucking hot. And I love the valley. I, you know, Growing up as a kid, I, I took it for granted. Just the mountains and the lakes and everything. I'm not a big water guy. I'm afraid of water, uh, deep water. Um, but I do like the mountains and just, you know, that drive on, on I-5 in the morning when the sun's coming up or coming down. Uh, it is uh, insane. The Trinity Alps, Mount Shasta, and Mount Lassen, it's it's crazy. All three of those being right there. But, um, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of the summer. Never have been. Even, even if I go travel, even if I do go somewhere. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the summer is traveling to San Diego, which I have not done since 2019 uh, because of COVID and just money. And so another year is going to pass where I'm not going to be able to go because no one that um, is family to me lives there anymore. Everyone moved because just too expensive and COVID happened. So it just kind of is what it is. We'll see what happens. But the summer, man, I don't know. I'm not too sure about it. What's your guys' favorite season? Fall. Fall, definitely. I'm, I'm with you. I got, I got fall. What you got, George? Is it summer? <sighs> For purely season, I think summer, yeah. Just cause but, sun, no yeah, rain. Yeah, but fall for because football and yeah, that's the main thing. Football. F- football and then yeah. I wish I could holidays, say, you know, getting shit. I wish I, I could I say don't the get holidays shit anymore. So honestly, yeah, yeah I, that's why I'd have to say summer. My last two Christmases have been asked too. Dog shit. 
dude, this last year I had COVID. I was in bed throwing up. The year before that, I don't really remember what I was. I think I was getting clean, and I, I don't, I don't think I partook in anything that year. Like it was just awful. Last year Christmas, and you know it's COVID in the NFL. No one's yeah. in the stadium. It's like this is a whack. This sucks. Um, last year Christmas has been ass, ass cheeks, terrible, awful. So I like the fall. I think the fall is cool. Summer, I don't really know, man. Honestly, it depresses me. Uh, but you know, let me know if you're someone out there that you also feel that way. Uh, any any seasons bring you guys down? Do you guys ever get sad or depressed or any of this? Is there any time of year you're just like, man, summer. I hate the summer. Yeah, right. I hate it. I, hate it. I don't know. I, I, what's that Lana Del Rey song? Summertime sound. That's a good song. Yeah, because I really feel that way, and I don't know why. You know, I, I even right now, like I'm fine. I'll go do stuff. The summer's gonna pass. Football will come around. You know, I, each day I get to wake up. Knock on wood is is a blessing. But like. I don't know, man. It's just like, I'm not, I'm not feeling. Like the other day, Monday, right? Monday, July 11th, 112. Yeah. 112. That's too much. There's no finals. There's no soccer. There's no Olympics. There's no football. And it's 112 out. So what do you want me to do? Watch TV? Like, I'm not a watch TV guy. I don't binge like that. I'm looking forward to the new season of Squid Game. That's the one show I did actually get to watch and I actually enjoyed. Um, but, I mean, I'm not a big, like, Netflix binger. I'm not going to sit there and just th- shovel shit down my fucking throat and, like, press buttons all that. I'm just not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to be focusing on work and focusing just kind of on the on the pod and whatnot. You know, like, last summer there was a lot of pod episodes. Um, and this summer there has been, too. I mean, we did 10 in June, so I'm very grateful for that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of summer, personally. Not, not a big fan at all. I'm kind of actually looking forward uh, for the summer beat over, so yeah. that's what I got there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, crazy. that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. I, I as long as it's honest, I'm not a I'm not a summer guy. Never have been. Even if I travel to San Diego, San Francisco, even if I go to my favorite cities in the world, um, I just don't. Not a huge fan. I don't know. I, I could do it if if you told me every year, hey Blake, we'll skip June, July, August. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, cool. Take me from May 31 to September 1. I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool. I there's nothing in between there. I'm gonna miss. So yeah, that's what I got for you guys. One last thing. I want to ask you guys if you have any plans over the summer, anything you want to do. I think I let off with this, but we're going to do this again. And then I have a new schedule release I want to announce for the fall um, for NFL podcasts, uh, not for interviews or for even one-offs if we do bonuses, just a new schedule for the NFL weekly podcast we do. But is there anything you guys have planned this summer that you guys want to get to? Anything you want to – anywhere you want to go, anything you want to see, in, in, any any pussy you want to hit? I mean, tell me. Like, what's going on, man? What's going on with y'all's mentals, man? Uh, so I want to go to a Giants game. Hopefully we can get that worked out. Uh, another cool thing. I want to go to the coast. I haven't been to the coast in a couple of years and, uh, want to go over to Trinidad or Eureka and kind of just kick it around there for a weekend or can we talk about Humboldt? I like Humboldt. Humboldt it's chill. Is ass, yo. It's chill. The weather's Humboldt nice. Sucks, it's close. Dog. George, help me out, because you feel the same way. Yo, Humboldt's ass. And and look, Humboldt. look, shout out to my shout out to my people like Austin and Dunya and everyone that works over there. Shout out to everyone that like loves it over there because it's cooler weather. It's too gray, it's too cold, and there's I love it. As respectfully as I can say it, there's there's too many things going on over there for me to really be like, oh, this is great. And you can say the same thing about San Fran. Cause I mean, boys are shit going on down there. Yeah. But at least I can go to the tourist spots and I'm away from it. And I'm cool. Not 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 the case in Eureka and all that. What do you think, George? And shout out to Humble. This is no Humble hate. I, we have, I've had Humble people on here on the pod. I love to go back. Um, but I just, I went there in Maine and just wasn't all that. When I had it in my head, it was a quarter of that in real life. It just, it sucked. What do you think? I have no problem with Humble. I think uh, I'd love to visit it. Um, that drive sucks. 
Yeah. That drive is terrible, you guys. Drive it's a terrible drive. The drive to San Fran is terrible. No, it ain't. Ain't no it's drive a, I like. It's a straight shot to San Fran. You drive straight. But driving there is still dog shit. Especially if you're driving. It's because you took the Bay Bridge. No, it's just even... Not even... I, that was probably the best part because at least we got to see something. <laughs> That's true. I-5 from fucking Corning Down is... The yeah. fucking most is depressing awful. Yeah. There's nothing. Shit yeah, it's just brown and dry. Holy fuck. E- even the drive when you first hit winters, like it's cool because it's hilly and you know you're getting to the bay, but it's like there ain't shit out here until you yeah. hit Vacaville. There ain't shit yeah. until you see that big ass Amazon warehouse and and the suburbs. There ain't shit. Um, that sounds like I'm hating on humble. I'm not hating on humble, man. I, I I'm not gonna say I love humble. Uh, I have love for humble. I'm just not. That's one of those places I'll go and I'll get sad, and I just don't like places like that. I don't feel that way in San Diego. There's some days in San Fran I'll feel like that because the coastal eddy will just sit there all day and it'll be gray all day and it's like, this sucks. I don't like gray. I don't like gray cold weather. That's the worst. I don't want gray. Gray and wind. I could do without. I'm, that's why I'm never going to Chicago or moving there. I'm never moving there. You guys can keep your fucking hurricanes and tornadoes and all that shit. I'm cool, bro. I'll take the wildfires. Like, I'll take a fire for two months. Um, Which, thank God, we haven't had any big fires. Yeah, I mean, knock on wood. I mean, seriously, yeah. yeah. Cal Fire has really been kicking ass. I've yeah. been able to go out and do a couple stories on it at the at the local news. And um, Cal Fire, I mean, fully staffed. Like, they're not joking when they say that. They are fully staffed. Every time I go there, there's 20 motherfuckers there. Granted, half of them are just standing around. It's like, what is there to do? It's a small fire. But they're there in case shit gets out of hand. And shit never gets out of hand because they have bodies. Um, you know, him, him, her, you know, all that shit. <laughs> um, I want to announce a new release schedule, though, for fall. The Blake Mayfield podcast featuring two of my nearest and dearest friends, George Torres and Alec White, will be coming to you guys starting Wednesday, August 31st, um, every Wednesday throughout the NFL season. Now, this is not to say that we won't have other podcasts. This is not to say there won't be other interviews. There won't be other conversations with other people. This is not to say that we won't have bonus pods. This is not to say we won't do it twice a week. Um, this is just strictly for football podcasts, which everyone knows we do every year. They were Tuesday nights that we recorded and dropped them last year. I want to push it up to Wednesday because Thursday nights are the games. And I feel like a little closer to Thursday and Sunday will do nothing but benefit us. So Wednesday nights starting August 31st, which August 31st will be, I believe four days after the weekend concert and also a few days after the fantasy draft. So we can come in and talk about our fantasy draft, how that went, just have a fantasy episode. And then September 7th is the day before Bill's Rams. Excuse me. We'll do a full NFL season preview a day beforehand. After that, you already know what it is. The ball's rolling, and we're talking about football every week. So, anyway, that's what we got going on, man. We got every single Wednesday starting August 31st. You will hear me, you will hear Al, and you will hear George right here on the Blake Mayfield Podcast. Uh, first time I think I've told you guys. I don't think I was able to tell you. I, I just didn't get around to tell you guys about it. But do you guys like that? Is that cool, yeah, Wednesdays? I like that. No problems. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tuesdays. It's just Tuesdays, it seems so far away, especially from Sunday. It's just like, God damn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there someone at the door? No, I thought oh. I'd seen someone. So okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Um, we're about wrapping it up anyway. We're at hour 30 already. Anything else, guys? Anything else? Dog Day Pod. It's the middle of July. There ain't shit going on, if you couldn't tell from this whole podcast. Um, anything we didn't hit on? Anything you guys want to talk about? I uh, mean, we've just been working, and I uh, can't wait to help a bunch of companies grow this year, and I just, all we do is work, and... I'm just happy that it's summertime and uh, get to work for our fruits that are going to bask in the fall. Yo, I was thinking the other day, I'm going to have to deal with George being way richer than me when this itch jerky thing really, like, takes off. Like, there's no money in, like, like news or podcasts. Like, news flash for everyone out there. Like, there's the 
those guys don't make a lot of money. They're reporting the news. I mean, tell me where the profit comes from, right? Besides ads. Um, but Georgia's selling beef. Pause. But beef is fucking expensive. And it's like marinated beef. Like it's jerky, you know? Um, dude, yeah. All you guys are going to be millionaires. And like people like Rick who already has like 80 grand saved up because he gets all of his rent. It's just like, it, honestly, I don't know why it pisses me off. I'm just like, seriously. Like just the fact that I mismanaged my money that bad. It's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like I can't even fucking, I can't even fathom. You know what I mean? And to hop on before it really takes off and stuff like that, I think is really cool. I would love to have Dustin on here still. Um, but we'll get to that bridge when we get there. So anything for you out, anything that any issues with the release, anything you're looking forward to now, nah, let's go looking forward Ready. to, uh, I- I'm sad that we had to cancel our Jag game. I really, yeah. that, that deflated me before the, we should have waited till after the pod. Yeah. Yeah. That Fucking sucks, adulting. Yeah, I know. Um, We'll figure out something for the Rams charger. We, we probably won't. We probably won't. I just know you. We're not gonna figure anything out. Ooh. Uh you think so? Yeah, I just gotta toy with your emotions a little bit and get you right and then what? just to why get why do you, you do that? Because once but I spike last shit. thing before we <laughs> you spike my fucking blood pressure is what you do. Uh why do you feel the need to, to trigger me on this? Because broadcast? honestly, I don't have an I can't I can't uh see that far in the future. See what? Like I can't tell you I'm gonna have a like five hundred dollars to expend on a on a Rams, Chargers uh, um, game. Yeah, I'm talking about like the pod and like gut oh. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. No, you know. I don't know. No, you know. I don't even do. Then that why much. say it, motherfucker? If you don't know, <laughs> I'm just saying shit. We're just. Oh my how god, many t- we, dude, it's, it's all right. Is it all right? We'll talk. We'll talk about it another day. Are you sure? Yeah. You don't want to do it on the pod. Nah, yo, George never wants to talk about sh- yo. Both of y'all never want to talk about shit on this podcast. Yo, what are y'all afraid of? How about that? It's a dog day pod. Last thing before we get out of here, what are y'all afraid of? What are you guys afraid of saying or getting canceled over? There's so- especially for Not you. Al, I'm afraid of losing I won't my job. Say I, don't, shit. I don't want my job to listen to him and be like, hey. I will never give a real f- talk to Alan personal. I'll give you all of his real takes on the pod. It's like, what happened? Why would you say shit? I just don't have the answer, Sway. Dustin ain't gonna fire you. No, I don't. It's not even that. I don't know what you want me to say. Just, I want you guys to talk your shit. Yeah, I'll talk my shit. Oh, you don't got no shit to talk, huh? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, shit. No, I'm, what <laughs> shit? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just fucking around, man. It's 745, man. Hour 33. Anything else? Anything else? I don't know when we're going to pod next. Uh, also, yeah, disclaimer. I have no idea what's going to happen next. We had a couple people that unfortunately canceled on us. Big names, um, man. We're hurting right now. Yeah, I mean, th- there's been a couple names this year where I'm like, damn, man, I wanted them bad. But... Everything happens for a reason or doesn't happen for a reason. So I take it to some sort of blessing in disguise, and I'll just keep going on. Uh, maybe we'll have something here next week, though. I, I am in uh, contact with someone, uh, someone pretty big, and um, here locally at least. And I'd like to have them on. Yeah. So maybe the next week or two I want to get them on, Dog Days of Summer. But as far as us three, I have no idea when we're going to meet up again. Maybe we'll do another Dog Day pod. Maybe we'll do another just bullshitting around. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but if this is it, then you'll see us in August for sure. I mean, yeah, we've got NFL Draft. Uh, we got fan. What are you doing? God did. He did Listen, what? sometimes you, you got to take two steps back to take one step up, and, and we're mm. going to make it happen. Mm. 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 I like that. And I just realized before we get out of here, I am going to play the ads for Spring Gulch Farms and for Rebel Fit Company. Thank you guys very much yet again for sponsoring us. Anything else, fellas? Hour 34. All right. Well, 
if you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. Check in on your friends. Tell your family you love them because that stuff matters. Go pet a dog. Go get a cat, even though I hate cats. Uh, j- just go do something that makes you happy. Go, mm. go, go, get a, go get a fucking draft. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Just go do some shit you like. How about that? Because the summertime can't get depressing. Not all of us are happy that it's beach time and we can go walk naked around Southern California. It's not like that for all of us, okay? So some of us are kind of going through it. Um, and, yeah, if you are. I'm here for you. This podcast is here for you, and I uh, hope things get better. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. So wait before you, uh, you cut. I've heard um, sunlight on your testicles is really good for you. <laughs> dude, I took his fucking headphones. <laughs> no, but seriously, dude. <laughs> Explain this. I saw. I'm some, not cutting this off now. It's like good. If, uh, gets your uh, the boys going. I thought that shit was like cancerous. Like nah, as soon as that, nah, I would say as like, soon as them UV rays hit that sperm, that yeah, shit starts lot, going though. bad. You need like ten minutes or something. For what? What are you talking about? Ten minutes? Owls, <laughs> where are you going? Owls, pussy. Owls, too much of a pussy to sit here and have a conversation. So you're talking to me. Talk to me. I'm about to piss my pants. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Tell good. Me this I just, we'll honestly, I always wanted to just get a good tan. But where am I supposed to get jungle? George in the jungle naked. First of all, first of all, get Manscaped. Been Manscaped. Did you guys know Pete Davidson's the new face of Manscaped? A new ads day with him came out where he was talking about now I can actually use a product I actually use. and You know, he's doing this Pete Davidson funny shtick thing. Uh, But he's the new uh, face of Manscaped. He's like, I am Mr. Manscaped now. So uh, now you can stop buying the product. You know, just his little little slapstick comedy. But, um... No, there's plenty of like new beaches and stuff, bro. If you really want to get your testicles done like that, or go to a fucking, I shouldn't say this on air. Go to a gym. Go to a gym. Go in the tanning booth, butt ass. Yeah, but I don't. Want, I don't want. I want the real shit. I need the sun. Oh, you want the real sun? The real sun. You, you don't want the fake shit hitting your your, your testes. Uh huh. You want God's sun? That's God's plan. I'm out of here, man. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. I gotta get my fucking. Where's my shit? There we go. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. We're out of here. One. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Locust Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Spring Gulch Farms. If you're sensitive to certain food but still have that sweet tooth, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered with their dairy-free, soy-free, and gluten-free treats. Whether it's the delicious peanut butter bars with oats, brownies made with lots of TLC and no gluten or dairy, or their limited-time, brand-new, gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate crackle cookies, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered. Follow Spring Gulch Farms on Instagram and Facebook to get the latest updates and stop into Black Rose Coffee and Tea in Reading, Cafe Calico in Anderson, or Country Market in Happy Valley to try one of these delicious snacks today. You won't be anything less than satisfied.